You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome, Philly, to your favorite sports show. Hosted by Jesse Town and Sam Wilson. They're smart, they're sexy, and they're all Philly. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome in to episode number 92 of Babes on Broad. I'm Sam Stafford with my co-host, Jesse Taylor, and we're the Babes on Broad brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. And the birds are still undefeated, 7-0, baby. And they look like they're rightfully so an undefeated team, Jess. They do. Now, granted, the I, I, it's funny because before the whole argument was, oh, well, who have they played? Um, and But, you know, and, you know, we always say like strength of schedule, it's out of their control. They don't, you can only play who's in front of you. Also um, the NFL collectively across the board is not good. There are a lot of really, really, really bad football teams out there this year. Well, and Jess, when people want to say who have they played, they've beaten. So yes, obviously Eagles are the number one top team in the NFC. They're the number one team technically in the league because they're the only undefeated one. Right. But um, the next closest people to them, I'm trying to find this as I'm talking. So behind Philly and the NFC is Minnesota and Dallas. Yes. Both teams that we have beaten. So yes. when people want to say, who have you? Yeah. And so when people are like, who have you guys beaten? Um, The next best teams in the NFC. Right. So rightfully so we like, who else do you want us to play? Do you want the to Bills and the Chiefs? That, okay, yeah. like that's out of our control. See us in the Super Bowl. Don't know what to tell you. Listen, they're seven and zero, oh, and <laughs> you're absolutely correct. Week in and week out, they are proving why they're seven and zero. Oh. And that's the thing, like you know, you and I as Eagles fans and and people that you know sit and talk about this every week. You know, people want to say, oh, well, who have the Eagles beaten? But these people, the people that are saying these things aren't watching the Eagles week in and week out. They're not yeah. watching the way that they're beating these teams. And the only time any of these teams get back in the game is when this defense annoyingly, you know, sort of plays a little bit lackadaisical towards the end of games and then lets them back in. I mean, like the, the Minnesota Vikings are the second best team in the league and they couldn't do anything against the Philadelphia Eagles. Like they looked abysmal against the Eagles and it was Jalen Hurts' 
best game of his career thus far. Yesterday is a close second, but I mean, he was, he was unbelievable in that game. And similarly with Dallas, like they couldn't do anything. Their, their elite defense, the defense that is, you know, the defense of all defenses couldn't stop anybody on the Philadelphia Eagles. They couldn't stop their run game. They couldn't, couldn't compete with their wide receivers. Mr. All pro Trayvon Diggs over here. Couldn't, I mean, AJ Brown broke him, literally broke literally. him. So, you know, they have, have done everything they needed to do. And then, you know, when it comes to teams like the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are, you know, by and large in a rebuilding kind of situation, they did everything they needed to do. I, I mean, a final yeah. score of 35-13, and they pulled the starters with 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. What more could you ask for? No, Jess, I completely agree 100%. Like, what else do they need to do? And it's perfect how you even said people that don't actually watch the games and see the final scores might be like, ah, like they didn't win by enough. But they've always been dominant. The only game that even had anybody in Philly slightly nervous was that very first game against Detroit when they started letting them come back in the second half. And then also Dallas when they started coming back in the second half. But literally, besides that, it hasn't even been like an ounce of stress on this team because they've always been dominant, you know? So it is, it's very like the teams that they are supposed to be, they go in and beat and like, don't make you question it. So that's also a difference, but yeah, dude, Pittsburgh, exactly what we said was going to happen and what we wanted to happen. I, we closed out last week or last episode and our biggest thing, I was like, it would be, it should be their goal to want to not have their guys play in the fourth and just be able to get them extra rest because they have this short week. And that's exactly what they did. Yeah. It's huge. And it's huge because not only do they, they have a short week. They, okay. So they played a garbage team on Sunday. They play another garbage team on a short garbage week. Garbage team. Um, more garbage. A garbage <laughs> team, if that's even possible. A worse team on Thursday. And not only do they get, then get that like 10 day break, until their next game, they play Monday night, their next game. So they oh, wow, I didn't even notice that. Day. Yeah, because Washington's that Monday night, right? Right. So they so get, it's still another garbage team. Right. And they get like almost like a mini bye, almost. So they just had their bye week and then they get another, you know, extra day. Like their schedule, it does work in their favor in a couple mm-hmm. different ways. And that's absolutely one of them. So exactly yeah. what we wanted to happen. Jalen Hurts came out got the job done. I mean, I feel like it's being overshadowed that he had the game he did yesterday. Um, he threw four touchdown passes, which is a record for him. He now owns the longest regular season win streak by any Eagles quarterback at 10 in a row. And they didn't have a snap in the red zone until the third quarter. And the only reason it's being overshadowed is because of those four touchdowns, he threw three of them to AJ Brown. and. It's just because we're, I think we're all still in sheer disbelief that we have a receiver like AJ Brown, who is under contract for the next four years, and he's only 25 years old. Six receptions, 156 yards, three touchdowns. Jess, I think the absolute best part of that as well is so obviously standout breakout game from AJ Brown yesterday with those touchdown receptions. But We've also had standout games from Devontae Smith and other guys on this team mm-hmm. where it quite literally, and we haven't even really tapped into Dallas Goddard. We don't even mention that. Dallas Goddard, 
he is playing the perfect role and he's doing so good with just being like, tell me when you need me to step up and I'll step up and props to him for doing that because he is so talented and he does deserve a lot more play time and uh, past targets, I would say. But on this team, you don't need him in that role right now. Keep right. him so that people don't have film on him and don't know how to stop him and don't think you're going to go to him. So that that's just the third guy that you have trusted. Like this team hasn't even really tapped in to their full capacity weapons wise. And that's what's the best part about yesterday to me is like you saw AJ Brown, but you've seen Devontae Smith. You know that Goddard's there. Like you literally, it's just so exciting because you see all this and you're like, we have everything. Yeah. It's and complete. It's me. I'm trying to make an L on this screen and it's complete. And not only is it in the passing game, but also the run game as well. Yes. Miles Sanders is is playing his best football. Like he is he he is showing why you know he thinks he deserves a contract from yeah. the Eagles or you know anybody else. I hope it's the Eagles, but you know, the offensive line is doing their job and and the the Eagles run game is also up there as well. So if you, you know, aren't able to stop the the run and you aren't able to stop any of the receivers that they have or the tight ends that they have, you you have a problem on your hands, which is again one of the reasons why the Eagles are seven and zero. Did you see that AJ Brown got hit with a uh, quote random drug test this morning? No, I did not. That's hilarious. He did. he did, and he tweeted something like you know about getting hit with the test, and was like, "Roger, this doesn't feel random. <laughs> something like <laughs> this is not random. I just had a really not good game. Random at this point, but." You know, and and continuing on with the you know talent that the Eagles have, their defense, I think yesterday was one of the things that we talked about was, um, you know, when we closed out our episode last week as well was you know this is a team where you know we talk about every year how oh you know the the stats and the numbers don't always tell the tell the full story blah blah blah. At some point, when you're playing inferior teams that are bad, like the Pittsburgh Steelers are right now the numbers need to show it. You need to put that out there. And I mm-hmm. thought that yesterday they absolutely did that. Six sacks, two takeaways. Um, I thought, especially in the first quarter, um, you know, Fletcher Cox, I thought had a pretty bad game against Dallas. And I think he was you know, running things down, flying all over the place yesterday. And, and he played you know, really well, especially in that first quarter. Um, fun stat about the Philadelphia Eagles and their defense. They are plus 14 takeaway differential right now. So they are leading the NFL plus 14 takeaways. The next number two is the Baltimore Ravens with plus six. So that's the, that is a fun, fun fact. Not only are they creating turnovers and they have 23 sacks through seven games, which is the best they've had, I believe since 2009. They are not giving the ball away themselves they are taking care of the football on offense and they are taking the ball away on defense they are and and both sides of the football they are playing well at the same time and all working together in harmony we are not going to talk about special teams Hmm. but offense and offensively and defensively i think the you know the execution and the way that they are have been coached to play is what I'm most impressed by. Sure, Jalen Hurts is showing all of his improvements, the accuracy, the arm strength, the decision-making. Um, 
And like I said, you know, all of AJ Brown's touchdowns kind of overshadow that Jalen played a, a near perfect football game yesterday. Um, but he did. And of course, that's something yeah. that I'm extremely impressed by. But just simply the way that they come in and they get the job done and play well and execute the way they're supposed to week in and week out. Honestly, that's what I'm most impressed by from this football team. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. We have it on our sheet. I literally said Jalen Hurts and put two little something said athletic performance and leadership because he's especially you just said it he put up the numbers this week he's been doing it week after week but then just the leadership that we've seen um because we talk about how he's grown so much playing wise and he has and he's always had that leadership but to just have the the true like control of this team and the full respect of this team and it just showed yesterday how they came into this knowing it's Pittsburgh. There was nothing to be afraid of with Pittsburgh. And they still came out, didn't play down, and kept that throughout the whole entire game. And you are right. It, it, it does go back to coaching as well. But right. to me, I just – Jalen is the biggest piece to this offense and this team as a whole that is just truly incredible and in what makes it so special. Mm -hmm. um, also, I want to point out because – you did mention when we were running through things, their run is part of what makes it such a threatening team and such a dominant team right now. Right. Trade deadline is tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I think it's like 3 or 4 p.m. And there's been a lot of talks about how we're looking for another running back. So our running game, which is already very complete and good right now, is about to get even better, which is, well, hopefully, possibly about to get better. So that would be absolutely incredible if the rich just get even richer. Yeah. And I because think, we got Quinn last week as well. I don't right. know if we mentioned that, but I think it's gonna be it, it's gonna be one of those like if they are to make a move, especially for a running back, uh, you know, the Alvin Kamara thing, I think was just an internet rumor, sort of yeah. that that got blown out of proportion. And I, I feel like if they were to do it, it would be another, you know, similar to the Jay Ajayi, Golden yeah. Tate, like sort of come out of nowhere. It, it, didn't know this player was really on the market kind of, kind of deal. Yeah. So it'll, I think it'll, whatever it is, it'll surprise us. And I, I'm, I'm just excited to see, I'm excited to see what happens. Are there any concerns that you have about this team at this point? I know it's not hard to think about it seven and zero, oh, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not really complaining about much. I mean, we always said we wanted to see second half adjustments and that kind of stuff, but we're seeing them well enough, maybe not as much as we would like, but it's not our fault. Like, it's not their fault because when you're beating a team so much, you can only do so much. It'd be stupid, especially on the short week with uh, yesterday's game, to keep them in just to try to show that you can make second half adjustments. So, obviously, I didn't expect that. Um, my biggest worry is just staying healthy, dude. Yeah. But, I mean, you said it earlier, our schedule right now stays in our favor. So, hopefully, they could just – take care of themselves and be smart about it yeah and and you know you we we haven't touched on this but just to you know throw it out there as well you know the the injury thing is is something obviously you absolutely hope they can avoid um unfortunately they did have an injury yesterday Jordan Davis ended up having to be carted off the sideline wasn't able to put any weight on that ankle the x-rays were negative which is good. So there's no break or fracture or anything in there. He's getting an MRI today, but right now it's looking like, you know, I, I don't want to say just a high ankle sprain because those suck. Yes. <laughs> um, four to six weeks possibly. And, you know, you hope 
a little bit sooner because he's, you know, a, a young guy and young people's bodies seem to heal faster than, than older people. But, but he a is a heavy man. Major, he is a large man. <laughs> so that might man. affect how much pressure we can put on it now soon. True. But avoiding a significant injury and that at least is a is a positive yes. that they are no. looking like they're not going to lose him for the full season. I agree. I agree. And that's like stuff like that's bound to happen, right? I mean, it's football, full contact, scary contact a lot of times. So like, obviously that stuff's going to happen and I'm okay with that stuff. As long as like we saw it in the um, 2017, 2018 season where there were a lot of key injuries and they rallied together, they were able to get through it. And then it kind of seemed like everybody came back at the perfect time. So as long as that's kind of the situation we can handle that, our team's good enough. Um, So yeah, that's normal. 100%. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we will break down the upcoming matchup on Thursday Night Football with the garbage-er, as Sam mentioned, Houston (laughs) Texans. You're listening to the Babes on Broad on BGN Radio. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Loom help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, Trust Atlassian Software for everything from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200 or 2 million, or whether your team is around the corner or on another continent altogether, Atlassian Software is built to help keep you all on the same page from start to finish. That way, every one of your teams, from engineering and IT to marketing, HR and legal, can stay connected and move together as one towards shared company-wide goals. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Welcome back into episode number 92 of Babes on Broad. So Jess, we have Thursday night football this week, and it sucks because all the Thursday night football matchups really have just been bad. Besides Baltimore Bucks, that was a decent one. 
Um, but the rest of them really have just been lackluster. Now people probably saw the Eagles and were like, yes, a great game. And then you see it's against Houston. So right. it's like, oh, well, nothing fun about this. And that, I feel like that's how Philadelphia is going into it, especially it's right in the middle of the World Series, depending how long it goes. It's but so um, chaos happening in Philadelphia. I know. I, I'm not even going to lie to you with also with a an infant. I I didn't I didn't make it on Saturday night. I watched I think maybe two innings and you lost me. We I was up all night the night before and I you lost me in the ninth inning too on in the extra I think that's warranted because they were going really really late and also they're not going to win it in those games. They yeah. were down and trailing in that game, but also like it's not a clinch worthy game. Yeah, I just I was I was I was losing it a little bit. I was fighting so hard and I had a realization in the ninth inning as I was sitting there, I was like, this game's going into extras and the baby has been asleep for like five hours. So I am playing with fire on waiting any longer to go to sleep, knowing that she could wake up at any given moment. Like being a parent, it's the hardest job in the entire world. But the, and for me, which, you know, choosing to be a parent, I'm a person who like needs my sleep in the sense of like, I don't like broken sleep, but if I get like three or four solid hours, I'm good. It's when it's under two and you're in some sort of sleep cycle where you can't pull yourself out of it. That's what's brutal. And I was dangerously approaching what that, (laughs) that happening to me. And I knew that I had to go to sleep or I was going to regret it. And then when she woke up, it, you know, whatever time it was, the TV was still on and they were interviewing JT after. And I was like, oh, great. Thank you for that. And I'll go feed the baby and go back to sleep. So perfect. Yeah. But anyway, I don't think anybody will call you for that. If they do, it is what it is. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what to say. I, again, I was screaming at the TV while trying to push this baby out of me. I don't, anybody can try what else to, do you have to prove that they want. <laughs> I found a video literally the other day of me like in between pushes yelling at the Phillies on the TV. I love it. And I was like, like I would yell and curse and my husband would be like, what, are you okay? And I'd be like, ah, Bryce Harper just struck out. And he's like, (laughs) what? What do you mean? Like, focus. Maybe that's why I had to have a C-section. Anyway, Houston Texans (laughs) coming on Thursday or going to Houston to play the Texans on Thursday. Um, They are one, five and one. They lost to the Titans on Sunday. Yeah. The Titans are also a bad football team. Mm-hmm. Um, their quarterback is one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, the only quarterbacks with a uh, worse QBR are Joe Flacco and Baker Mayfield. And they are also – Baker is hurt and Joe Flacco is a backup quarterback. So. Yeah. Um, they're scoring less than 17 points per game allowing 22 points per game. They're bad on third and fourth down. Um, and they they are allowing over 400 yards per game on average. Um, on yeah. a short week, that's who you want to face. Um, 100%. That's a great point. And uh, I think the simplest thing to do here is to just run the ball as much as humanly possible. Um, the Texans are allowing over 160 yards on the ground per game. The Titans only threw the ball 10 times, and Derrick Henry had over 200 yards on the ground. They had a total of over 300 yards on the ground. I, this doesn't seem like rocket science to me, but am I insane? 
No, I know. That's my thing. Like, when we were going through thoughts on the matchup and stuff, literally all that's going to my head is this is one of the toughest ones to not play down because they've done really well coming into each game, like acting like it's a true one-in-one matchup. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, this is a tough one to not play down. So that is just like, I think you always should have some concern going into a short week because anything can happen. Guys' bodies might not be rested. They might not come out as strong, but it's against Texas. So um, it really doesn't panic me at all. I would like a defensive line stat builder game in this. I'm feeling that kind of situation like we saw in uh, game one against the commanders, Uh how that really played out in their favor. So I'm expecting kind of like that. And then to go with your point, they had 314 total yards on the ground. The Titans did over the Texans. Like that's how bad this team is. So (laughs) I just think, yeah, we're going to see. I hope we see just a lot of rushing, run this clock out, put us, put them out of their misery faster Please. and just add another win to the column quick and make it painless and fast and easy. And let me go to bed. Yeah. That's like, all I want. Just because it's going to be a long game. A lot of long Phillies games, yeah. especially the night's not even supposed to start until late. And then the weather's supposed to be bad. So there's probably going to be a postponement in there. Just, just give it to us easy. Pure chaos, pure chaos. But yeah. yeah I mean, like, and and you look back at some of the the other running backs they've faced in the weeks they've had, like Jonathan Taylor week one had 161 yards. The freaking Bears, who are also a bad football team, ran for 281 yards in week three. Josh Jacobs had uh, – they're also a bad – the Raiders yeah. are a bad football team. Had three touchdowns in, in week seven. Like, don't overthink it. Just go in, get it done. Don't get hurt. And Dude, get like play. literally looking at their roster, like they literally have nobody on the text. They just have Brandon Cooks and that's all they have. That is so terrible. Like it, it's just, yeah, it's, not great. it's one of those teams like, wow, you're bad. They're bad. But want to know what is funny, Just What? Um, just because you were running through some of those comically bad teams that they lost to. Mm-hmm. Um, Dallas won yesterday, but they played – the Bears, and I just think it's so funny because the Bears put up 29 points on their defense. And it's oh, that defense that's so good. I know, and that was my point about it. It's just like everybody's like, Yeah, but the Cowboys defense, the best defense in the league. You're insane. You said Justin Fields broke 29 points on anybody. I thought that was a funny story from yesterday. And they were dangerously close at one point, they were like a two point conversion away from. Taking the they they were close at one point. It was a really close game, and and Dallas had to pull away, and they still let up that many points. I don't know, dude. There's a lot of just bad, bad, bad football teams. Really, I know it is a weird, weird time in the NFL. It's very weird. Yeah, but but I mean, it's in the Eagles' favor. If anything, this is a year that lines up perfectly for us because. Literally, I've seen it a couple places too. So it's not even just us thinking this and being biased. You got the Eagles, by far the best team in the NFC. Then you got the Bills and the Chiefs, really, all that's coming out of the AFC. And good news for us, we're the only dominant team in the NFC in that talk. And the Bills and the Chiefs, one of them's got to knock each other out before they even got to face us. So there we go. Lines up perfect for us. 
just the perfect time in Philly. Because then you also, we already mentioned it, you got the Phillies tonight, game three. That's Noah Syndergaard on the mound. That, I mean, I don't know what to really think of that because Houston does have such a good lineup. He'll get one time through the Astros lineup and come out. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully that's like three innings. If he can go three innings, that would be huge for us. You got Ranger tomorrow. Then I'm assuming it'd be Nola, right? Yeah. So go right back to that. They're undefeated at home, knock on wood. They just got to do it. Because that's my thing is Saturday they lost. They could have won that game if just literally they did two different things. Yeah. Just stop the bleeding in the first. And if that Schwarber home run was fair, was an actual home run, um, could have been a way different outcome. So they're not far behind. They obviously showed how good they were Friday night. So we'll see. They really have a true chance at this, and it's going to be so exciting. But I'm still going Phil's in six. I think they dropped one of these games at home. It would be so unbelievable. Do you think, though, that, like, I mean, first of all, it was pathetic beyond all pathetic, the crowd in Houston. But two strikes, everyone sitting down in the. In I the will game. say though, please. I will say that was the first game, and I think we kind of gave them bulletin board material for the second game because they were much louder in game two, and much more like trying to be rowdy. And I mean, it was forced, but I think it was That's because force it. I know, but I think That's that it was because uh, the all the reports and stuff, and the one video that we had viral from Fox and stuff. So I think. That kind of gave them bulletin board material. But, yeah, either way, them forcing it and being as loud as they were in game two, not even comparable to Philly. Yeah, I mean, if they think that's loud, they're going to poop their pants when they get here. So Yeah, dude, that's going to be sick. They have, be no, they have no idea what's coming. They have absolutely no idea. With Again, with the bender that Philadelphia sports is on. I know. That's something I was saying, too, yesterday. I was like, the Steelers game is going to be fucking nuts, even though it's not a good thing because Philly's just amped up right now. Like everybody stay clear of Philadelphia. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. We were, I were talking about it on the, the BGN instant reaction show last night. So I'm the only one from the Philadelphia area that was on last night. So Rachel is from, is in Maryland. Shane half is in Oklahoma and we had Johnny page on who's from the UK. So I was like, you, you don't understand. Like, we don't know how to act right now. Instead of Crisco, they're ordering lube from adult film companies <laughs> for the light poles because we don't know how to act or behave. <laughs> no one knows what to do with themselves. Literally. It's wild. Also, it I is. there's to go back to losing because we have apparently we have to sacrifice one for the rest of them to work out. So I'm going to need the Sixers to start losing again, just simply so the Phillies. Just for now. They'll be fine and they'll recoup very fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I'm on board for that. I can take a couple Sixers loss for a week, literally, quite literally a week. I enjoyed that we could keep Joel Embiid's streak against the Chicago Bulls going. Um, he's never lost to the Chicago Bulls. He's 12 and 0. That's, That's cool. We kept That's that cool going. Streak. Lovely. Other than that, let's let's keep the vibes where they're supposed to be, ladies and gentlemen. I love it. Great time to be in Philadelphia. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. That is our episode for the day. Thank you. Oh, so this week. Yes, this week. This week. We will not be back for a second episode this week. We will just be doing this one because we usually record on Thursdays, and it'd be silly to record an episode on Thursday morning because you don't have time to listen to it before the game actually comes out. So we will be back next week on regularly scheduled programming. 
that was difficult to get out um, <laughs> to hopefully talk about the Phillies winning a world series, as well as the Eagles being eight. No, and it'll be a, an unbelievable time um, because it's a great time to be in Philly. So thank you for, as always for listening to episode 92 of babes on broad. We'll be back next week to chat with you until then go birds, go Phillies, go union. Who's now in the uh, MLS finals. Um, cause they won last night as well. Again, great time to be in, in Philadelphia. So just enjoy it everyone and have a great week. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on the <laughs> No. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit MethodProducts.com to unleash your inner shower. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.